Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Happy to have you with us on iTunes or SoundCloud. Remember, you can click subscribe, and the latest episodes will download straight to your phone. You don't have to do anything. That's just the way that I like it. Today, it's an AD Minute edition. That's right, the boss is in the house. Steve Waterfield is here with us. And, Steve, I'm always grateful to get an opportunity to sit down and wrap with you. Uh, Thanks for making yourself accessible and uh, answering all the questions. Great to be here, Neil. Yeah, absolutely. Let's jump right in because a couple times ago when you and I talked, there was a, a lot of buzz, a lot of excitement about the addition of esports here at Oakland University. And what some people might not know, Steve, that's that's a team like like any other team is, and teams need coaches, and you have to go hire said coaches. Walk us through that. Is that any different than a basketball coach or a track coach or anything like that? It's really the same. I mean, you, you look to get a head coach, and we posted the job, and you get applicants, and you go through the kind of the review and interview process and bring some finalists to campus. In fact, we've got our two finalists coming to campus next week to visit and do some in-person interviews, but you have some staff involved in vetting them. And same process you go if I was going to hire a head coach in a different sport. You know, when you look at it from that perspective, so you're not – you don't bring them in and you play some Super Smash Bros and, and kind of weigh them out and see how it is. It's not like that. I mean, you have philosophies. You want to hear their plan of attack, how they're going to attack this job, what they're going to do, what their attitude is like. It It is literally all the same, isn't it? Exactly. The last thing I, I can really comment on is Super Smash or, or Rocket League <laughs> or League of Legends <laughs> strategy. So you, with any sport or any coach, you ask, hey, what's your recruiting philosophy? What do you look for in a recruit? What's your kind of competitive philosophy? How do you want to build a program? And how do you create the culture? And they have to articulate that and give you a compelling reason why they're the best fit for Oakland University. They may be the best fit for another school. I'm looking for the best fit for Oakland University. And there is a difference there, Steve. It's intriguing that you bring that up because there there is a difference. It's like uh, really any other job marketplace in that you have you have avenues to success that are unique to Oakland. You have challenges that are unique to Oakland, really like any other job situation. It is, and and I talked to the folks that were in some of the Skype interviews with me, and I said, we're not looking to find the most accomplished esports gamer uh, or the best one from a number standpoint. We're looking to find the best head coach for a collegiate esports program. And what do they have on their resume? What did they provide in their answers that gives us some sense that they're going to be successful in doing that? And it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be the most accomplished gamer, but they're going to be the best head coach candidate of who we have to look for. I'll tell you what, Steve, bottom line, mission accomplished. Because again, you you and I, uh, we broke this down to to how it affects us personally, like in our lives, both being parents of uh, you know, younger children that are getting ready to cross into those teenage years. And my son has asked me multiple times about it. He, he said, hey, when, when does the eSports start at Oakland? Can I go watch? I mean, yes, he's 12, but mission accomplished. I mean, let, let's break it down here. He's aware of it. He knows what's going on. He's interested. There were, and it's been interesting because you wonder, okay, after the initial announcement, December, is it going to wear off? Is the buzz going to die down? And it's continued. And it, it, people still wonder. People still have an interest. And it's going to grow once we get the head coach announced, once they get that first team in place, once we have our first competition. It's just going to grow and grow. And it, it, I always say it's another sport that I, I'm not an expert in. Uh, <laughs> it, and and I look at it and you try to play it. And you really gain an appreciation for how hard it is and, no, and what skills is. Involved. There yeah. is stuff just flying around that screen. It just, it just fast twitch, high energy, lots of colors. I mean, there certainly is a skill set involved to it. No doubt, no yeah. doubt. And it's been fun to see those the candidates come in and try to explain how they take that and build a team. I mean, they're building a team that represents Oakland University. Pretty fun. Absolutely, and I, and I know we'll keep in touch, and, and we'll have the release when 
when those decisions yep. are made, and mm-hmm. we'll catch back up with you down the line in terms of uh, meeting up and discussing the whole esports we'll situation. Get, we'll get the head coach on, and we can uh, yeah. ch- chat with him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll get uh, I'll get theories and, and everything like that, and I'll cross reference it with what my son tells me. And, and then we'll uh, do something with all three of us playing one of the games and see which <laughs> which one of the two of us are the worst of the three. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, if if we had a if we had a tech mobile coach, uh, maybe I could be a factor in that or RBI baseball. That's about where I tapped out at those. Uh, days. I was going to say that, and I think pole position and Hubert NBA Jam, <laughs> like the Doctor J Larry Bird deal way way back in the day, where, where they was a couple boxes moving couple around, couple boxes the moving. I think I could take that one. <laughs> Steve Waterfield joining us here on the Where the Bear Podcast, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Did want to change gears on you, Steve, because it just it shows you in the day-to-day exactly how many things are, are popping around here because you have this going on right now, which is a big news story with the eSports. You shift that over to the Horizon League Swim Championships are here, hosted by Oakland. Madness going around the uh, the building right now as everybody makes their way in. I'm always curious to know how this stuff works from a nuts and bolts perspective because even I don't, as as intimate as I am with the program, I don't understand exactly how that comes to be. You, from, from concept to all these swimmers and divers moving around here at Oakland University this afternoon. Take us through that. How does that all work? Yeah, I mean, it starts with being selected as the host, one of the host sites. And so our swimming pool is a great venue. And so we will host more or less every other year for right now. And so you know you're going to host. And then it becomes talented people planning ahead and doing a great job. And so months ahead before the actual event starts, Andy Adrians, who oversees facilities and events and does a great job with Mike Wood, Andrew Booser, and others, uh, start to have conversations with the Horizon League staff and then brings all the staff in at, within the athletic department, communications, video, marketing, tickets, all come together to put put kind of the plan in place and refine it, talk through it, and opening days today. And it's exciting to see because uh, one of the things that, that all our staff uh, does is they do it at a high level right. and you start to hear that from other schools and other administrators of just how high a level we're doing it here at Oakland and it's great to hear it doesn't surprise me we have talented folks that do wonderful jobs and that was one of the things I know that you and I had talked about this in the past that was one of the draws to the job for you is the people that were in place here you look forward to working with those people because you knew they were able to pull the job off. Yeah, I mean, they, they've got Division One expectations for excellence, and that's what we want. They're going to put on an event that is going to be a fanta- fantastic event for our, first of all, the participants, the student-athletes, but also spectators and fans. And to have those folks working with you is a huge uh, attraction from a job and an AD standpoint. I know that they're going to do a great job. And that's a relief for me because then I can focus on some other things, go to the event, enjoy it, cheer on the participants, and congratulate what I hope will be our 42nd straight on the mm-hmm. men's side and 26th straight on the women's side. It's, it's absurd. It, it is <laughs> absurd. I mean, it, it, it's, and I always say it's almost as old as I am on the yeah. men's side, and that's hard to do as I get older and yeah, older. Absolutely. That is, yeah, that is. That's, that is incredible. I mean, yeah. when you start breaking down the numbers and, and putting the spins on it like that, I mean, it is incredible what Pete Hovland uh, has done here. There's a reason he's in the Michigan Sports Hall of Fame. Absolutely. It's not by accident. No, no. He's done it, and he's got a tried and true method, but he's evolved with the times. And that's all the great coaches adapt and adjust, but continue to have that core of who they are. Yeah, absolutely. Steve Waterfield joining us here in AD Minute Edition of the Wear the Bear podcast. And, Steve, one of the uh, the reasons I really like to do this and sit down and have this conversation with you is, is you're open not just to talk about what's going on with Oakland, but you'll, you'll give your commentary on, on what's going on from a 30,000-foot level to – 
all the matters that involve athletics and NCAA athletics. And, and really the big talk, and I know this because doing talk radio locally here this week, there's been a lot of discussion about this. Uh, it's been informally dubbed the Jim Harbaugh transfer rule. Uh, essentially what they're looking to do is eliminate the, the waiver, the waiver process. You get a one-time transfer exemption, I guess you could call it. And once you can transfer, if, if you get to a spot and it's not the fit for you, you're free to transfer and go about your business. Um, I, I know that this has much different implications for a Jim Harbaugh or a Power 5 school versus what it does at the mid-major level. And, and being honest, you know, we, we've seen the effects of this at, at Oakland in the past. Where does that fit for the mid-major, Steve, in that you know, the, I get where they're coming from with it. There could be unintended consequences. Usually there are uh, of rules that, that happen. Usually there are. But how, where does this fit for the mid-majors? Yeah, I, I think one of the things it does is just takes the five sports where there's not a transfer exception and applies the same kind of uh, analysis for all the other sports to those five sports. Uh, to your point, allow them to be eligible immediately if they're eligible at the existing school and get permission, so forth and so on, uh, and add that to the waiver process. I've always been a very um, pro-student-athlete-focused Trans being very liberal with the transfers. I think a one-time exception makes sense. I think after the one-time exception, then I think it's it's more challenging just to continue to allow them to transfer. Uh, but I've always, uh, for the sports that have the one-time transfer exception, have always granted it, have always supported it. I would support it for the, the five sports that don't have it. I think it makes sense. And at the end of the day, um, if student-athletes don't think that Oakland University is the best place for them academically and athletically, I wish them well and wish them the wherever they want to go. I also think there's going to be a number of student-athletes at other schools that will think Oakland University is the best place for them mm-hmm. academically and athletically, so we'll benefit from that. And at the end of the day, I just don't think it's um, in the student-athletes' best interest to try to treat at least five sports right now differently than you treat every other sport. And so will there be unintended consequences? There will be. Um, can it make some of our coaches' jobs more challenging? Well, perhaps, but I, to me, you hire great coaches and they adapt and adjust and they figure it out. Will it ultimately benefit our student-athletes and, and student-athletes everywhere? I think so, and I think ultimately that's the most important thing. Steve, you seem to have a real, genuine, real-world approach to it in that, again, going back to the whole talk radio circuit, right? I take these calls and, you know, the, the fans that will call in and they'll talk about, well, the coaches are free to leave, and in in life we're free to go. I mean, if if, if I decide I want to go to the NBA or you want to take a different job, we're we're free to go. I mean, you seem to have like a real world approach to this. Yeah, I mean, every other student at Oakland, if they wanted to leave Oakland and go to another school, can right, and they can start immediately and start their academics or club or whatever that would be and to me student athletes shouldn't be the same especially when you treat student athletes in the vast majority of NCAA sports one way and you have five sports where they're not treated the same and so why not just treat them all the same and be consistent and part of my job and part of what administrators do is evaluate head coaches and and see what they do and and how that plays out and um I'm confident our, our head coaches can adapt and adjust in those sports where it would apply, just like the ones where it currently applies have adapted and adjusted, and you move on. And I think a lot of hand-wringing occurs when you wonder what may be versus just letting it happen and figuring out what you can do. Steve Waterfield joining us here on the Wear the Bear podcast. Remember, visit the Evans Law Group on the web 
www.evanslawgrp.com. Rate, review the podcast as well. Uh, give us a click, the subscriptions, all that. Uh, SoundCloud and iTunes as well. And, and Steve, finally, before we let you go, and, and I appreciate the energy you bring all the time and your high energy, you, you have things to say. It is truly a great conversation to sit down with you. But you know, I'd be remiss if I let you go without you know the play that was heard around the world, <laughs> Rashad Williams and uh, his clip against Cleveland State. And, and I want to look at it you know, from the from the macro level with you. Uh, this was viewed over 3 million times on ESPN's uh, combined platforms of social media, Barstool Sports, uh, Bleacher Report, you name it. Everybody had, had a, a clip of it running across their social media. Impressions, clicks, views, exposure. That all equals exposure for Oakland University. Yeah, it's a perfect example of what athletics can do for the entire university. And, um, I mean, three-plus million views. Uh, and really, people saw the blacktop. People heard about Oakland University. People saw it on the front page of ESPN and all the social media sites. And that's really one of the beauties of what athletics does at the Division One level for institutions. And it was fun to see. It was I was watching the game there. I was obviously there with my wife and two sons. And when it happened, my sons looked at me and like that look of, oh, my gosh, just what happened. <laughs> and the first thing they wanted to do when we got home was let's find the highlight. And the first right. thing they did when they woke up, uh, was, hey, is it on there? And I said, hey, it's on the front page of ESPN. And how cool is that? And, I mean, obviously credit to Rashad had to make the shot to make sure. it worth getting on there, and he <laughs> did. And so, I mean, to me, that's just a way that athletics can be part of the bigger university focus. And how are we promoting and, and branding Oakland University to folks that probably would not know or wouldn't have much experience with the university but for that highlight? And that's pretty cool. Makes a heck of a front porch, doesn't it? To it the, does. Uh, to the house that is Oakland University. Absolutely. Well, Steve, as always, appreciate your time. I know that you're a busy guy. Tons going on. And uh, I'm grateful you could carve out some time here to wrap with us, man. Anytime. Absolutely. For the Director of Athletics here at Oakland, Steve Waterfield, my name is Neil Rule. Thank you for listening to the Where the Bear podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Well, see you later. <laughs>